0: please do subscribe share and review it really really helps people that need to hear this message find us and I so appreciate it in the show notes you'll also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations products printables programs you can find it through the link in my bio on instagram which is my favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I'm here for it. So that's the formalities over my love. So let's jump to the content. How can you stay open when you've been hurt? Oof. It's a big question that can be thought about in so many contexts, right? It could be the end of a relationship or a betrayal of trust of some kind within one, the end of a friendship or a betrayal of trust within one, someone you trusted at work or your boss that didn't have your back, a family member, a client or business associate. We're all human and we get hurt sometimes, whether it be intentional or not. But when these things happen, particularly if it's a big one, how do we make sure that we don't close ourselves off and go into protection mode to the point that we can never have those trusting relationships or deep connections again? Or if we've had a bad experience with a client, how do we make sure we don't unconsciously fear the next one? Because that's what we're doing, right? Unconsciously projecting our previous experiences onto new ones all the time. (laughs) We do this our whole lives until we're conscious of it. I mean, well, we still do it, but then you can catch yourself, right? And when it comes to having what we want, whether that be a fulfilling career, relationship, business, friendships, etc., our nervous system is always scanning for threat. Scanning and assessing whether someone or something is going to cause us pain, or be a threat to our identity and ego. So this kind of sounds like something to work on when it comes to living the life that you want to and are capable of, right? Good old self-sabotage at its best. We're getting in our own way. And it makes perfect sense based on what's happened to us previously and what we've made that mean. But it's really not gonna help us live full and happy lives in the long run. So we need to take a little look and decode it. And often this is easier said than done. But the biggest thing to bear in mind is to be kind to yourself and practice self-compassion. It makes perfect sense on a biological level why it would feel hard to trust again, okay? Your nervous system is doing its job, so that's a win. But now you need to consciously work with it to make sure your path of least resistance doesn't become fear and mistrust because that is not gonna help anyone, my friend. So where do we start? Well, we start by making sure we're always prioritizing the things that calm our nervous system, you know, give it the most flexibility that we can, our ability to handle life, our capacity to cope. Heart math is always my go-to in the moment. I also know I need to make sure that I prioritize movement and being around water and making sure that I'm outside, like all of those things, for me personally, are the most incredibly regulating and it's super quick. So doing these things in general are always, always going to be helpful when we're talking about nervous nervous system flexibility and all of that jazz. But when you're thinking about the situation that hurt you or the potential that another situation might, you can use these tools and be sending the signals of safety to your brain and nervous system. The biggest thing for me is always remembering that people and situations are always there to teach you lessons. And I was talking to a new friend of mine about, it always being an upward spiral, right? You'll kind of continue having to relearn the same lessons until you really learn them. But every step of the way, you're getting further and further above. So you never go ping back down to the bottom of that coil, right? So question yourself, what could this be trying to teach you? What good could come from it? What amazing things could it lead to if you choose to stay open? And do you really want to shut yourself off from something incredible or potentially incredible because it might cause you pain again? Which side tips the balance for you? The potential for a happy, fulfilled life with everything that you want or the potential of pain of it not working out? You know, there's no judgment to be made either way, okay? But it's about being honest with ourselves. We're human and we have negativity bias and we're always unconsciously going to try and avoid pain. But we can choose to consciously move towards what we want in spite of the threat of that pain. Remaining open after a painful experience is a big act of trust. So I'm going to talk a lot about trust in this episode. And that might already be feeling fragile in many other ways, right? You might have lost trust in other people, in your own judgment, or maybe even in the universe or whomever or whatever you believe in yourself, all of the above, (laughs) you know, and that's hard. There's no denying that. And you get to feel all the feelings around that. And in fact, I'd say that is absolutely an essential part of the process. But just don't stay there. Don't let it build into anger and resentment. Don't tar everyone with the same brush. When you're in the moment and moving towards a situation that could end up hurting you again. Relationships are a great example of this, or like I was talking about with the client, if you've been burnt by a client, it's hard, right? Ask yourself, am I reacting to what is happening right now in front of me, or a moment from the past, or a situation from the past? Always an important question. And what positive lessons did you learn that already means you're further up that spiral, that already means this situation will not be the same? I was listening to a podcast recently of Brene Brown talking about the anatomy of trust and she nailed it as always. She talks about how having trust is made up of seven different components that spell out the word braving because at the end of the day, trusting after being hurt is brave. It's super vulnerable. So braving stands for the following. Boundaries. If you're clearly communicating them and someone is consistently trampling all over them, they do not deserve your trust. If they don't respect your boundaries or can't have a clear and open conversation about any potential compromise or new perspectives, because we're all there to be challenged, right? Then they do not deserve your trust and it tells you everything you need to know. And this comes down to physical, emotional and sexual boundaries, right? Next one is reliability. If someone consistently doesn't follow through on what they say they will do, you will never be able to create trust with that person. There is no safety or security there. And this counts across all levels of interpersonal relationships, including yourself. All of this counts with yourself. Keep your promises to yourself and watch some serious magic unfold. But notice what people are telling you with their ability to be reliable with you as well accountability. This counts both ways. Can you own your own stuff? Can you take responsibility for your own actions and apologize? Can they? Do they? The next one is the vault. I love this one. If someone gives you someone else's secrets, how can you trust them with yours? Simple, really, when you think about it. Gossip, as fun as it can be, as tempting as it can be, And we all do it from time to time. It is a recipe for not feeling safe with someone. So notice how you feel as well if you stop doing it. And integrity. Are your words, actions, and behavior in line with your intentions? Do you feel someone lives their values? I said this to my friend the other day too. It's about show me, don't tell me. What are they showing you? How do you feel when you're with them? Do you feel a sense of calm, or do you feel a sense of anxiety? There is a section of the brain that literally scans for incongruence. These are the subtle clues we pick up on physically. We can be over-attuned to them, of course, when we've been hurt, and this is something where we we need to look out for and watch for hypervigilance, but this doesn't ever mean that we can ignore them. But a healthy deep dive into what might be going on is always, always a good call, right? Being able to say, am I being hypervigilant right now, Or is this actually something that's in front of me? Next one, non-judgment. This is both parties again. Do you feel like you can share openly with a person and they you? Do you fear being judged? Do you feel you can set boundaries and have a healthy debate without fear of being abandoned? All huge clues to look for while keeping yourself open. And generosity, love this one. In this context, she's talking about assuming the best in people which is hard when you've been burned, right? But being more generous in our assumptions around people's words, behavior, and intentions, being conscious of when we might be putting something on someone else that's actually nothing to do with them. You have to know your non-negotiables if you're wanting to stay open. You have to communicate in order to stay open and not be afraid of what come might come back from that honest communication. Because at the end of the day, whatever comes back from that tells you a lot. But you have to remain self-aware. And remember it takes time and you get to go at your own pace. But also remember, did anything amazing in life ever come without any risk? So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then join the Positive Pants Toolkit app and community so you can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action taking success you know you can be and if you want my eyes and ears on your problems then I work with people one-on-one and through my programs you can find all the details to join the toolkit or book in a call in the show notes the link in my bio and instagram and on my website franexcel.com so stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you can I'm here to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself and as always I hope you found this helpful